What's up, guys? This is Mike Fitzpatrick. And Dan Brown. And this is the R3 Podcast, where our mission is to help others level up in their everyday lives. Whether you're a student, parent, full-time employer, or even jobless. We want to show you the benefits of being real, raw, and relevant. Let's go. What's up, R3 Nation? This is Mike Fitzpatrick. My co-host is not with me today, so I'm rolling solo, but wanted to jump off with the podcast. I've got a very good friend of mine that I met down at the 10X Growth Con. His name is Michael Nast. He is honestly one of the uh, one of the better humans I've met in my life just because of how much time he gave me uh, when he didn't even know me and we had barely just met uh, down at the 10X Growth Con. So how you doing, Mike? Hey, I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on the podcast. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Um, so, so we met down at the 10 X growth con and I think it was at like a VIP event, maybe on that Thursday night and, uh, and, and kind of hit it off and, and hung out the rest of the 10 X growth con and, and created some really cool, uh, connections and, and lasting friendships through that. And, um, and you, you've gone through a, a lot of different things in your career and, and you, original uh one of the original ogs for for grant cardone over there so uh tell me a little bit about that what got you started into that and and then we'll jump into like the seasons of how a career can change and what you're doing now and and those type of things yeah i think the listeners will uh enjoy this story because it kind of shows that if you put your mind to something you can kind of do whatever you want uh my personal story is uh, I ran car dealerships for 25 years, made good money, but was working 60 hours a week and said, I've got to figure a way to make money online. Uh, so in my spare time, I started, uh, I started uh, blogging and um, this was in 04. And my first endeavor was, believe it or not, online poker. And from 04 to 06, I was in the top 10% in the world in online tournament winnings on uh, the old site PokerStars back in the day. And I would basically keep a personal diary, at, uh, which I used a blog spot for. It didn't even public, didn't even, I, it was public, but I never told anybody about it. And my blog started going viral, and I did not know how I was getting all these people commenting and connecting with me through my blog when I didn't tell anybody about it. And uh, I asked one person, and they said, yeah, I was doing a online poker search, and your blog popped up on first page. And I was like, I said, what did you search? I looked, and I'm sitting there. I'm on organically on first page of that Google search, which was a really popular search term, too. And I was like, i got to reverse engineer this and figure out. Kind of fell, in, fell into being the top, <laughs> the top slot on Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can figure out how to get people on first page of Google organically – then uh, I should be able to monetize it, you know, and create a create a flow of passive income, um, and figured out the, the mechanics that were involved in the Google algorithm on how I was getting on first page and was able to deliver that from clients. And uh, after a couple of years of doing that, once again I was making good money, uh, but I was confined to my laptop twelve hours a day, and needing social interaction and I couldn't, I couldn't leave my computer. So uh, I got hyperactive online and in 04 to 06, we had MySpace, but really nothing else. 
Isn't and, it crazy uh, though, just real quick, how like the the generation that's on TikTok right now probably has no idea what MySpace is. True, true. <laughs> uh, but I guess the the one of the the nice things about being hyperactive on that on between oh four and oh six, that's when everything started to come out. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then I came across on Nightline one night uh, the launch of Justin TV, which was the first. It wasn't yet that it was just Justin Khan, the CEO, uh, live streaming Truman Show style his life twenty four seven with the interactive chat room. Um, I like to found it on a Nightline broadcast talking about it, and they like, hey, he's playing poker with his friends right now in San Francisco. Let's go in live and. So I started following that, and a month later, they opened it up as a social network to where anybody could live stream, and you got a profile that looked like a MySpace profile, and uh, you clicked on your profile picture, and you could go live. It populated the chat room, notified all your friends, and you could have live broadcast. And I came, when that came out, I just – all kinds of light bulbs went off. I was like, oh, yeah. this is going to be – be huge, and uh, then Ustream came out and uh, started. Uh, I took it to Hollywood in New York, and so let's live stream your red carpet movie premieres. Let's live stream your uh, fashion shows. Uh, took it to Motley Crue. Let's do. We can do meet and greets now, and you can do them from your home. We could, we started doing them through Google Hangouts, where we could have ten fans at one time in with the whole band and do meet and greets online and stuff. So And sell yeah, those spots and all that. Yep. And uh, then through all that, uh, as everything came out, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I started getting a lot of following just from what I was doing online, not knowing what I was doing. I was just doing what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. No method or madness. And, but the biggest thing I was doing was I was telling stories and I was engaging people. What I mean by that was – uh, I was going out, and let's say if somebody said they were expert in something I was doing and they were putting out information I didn't agree with or I agreed with, I would comment on their social media and either tell them why they're wrong, link a blog post with more detail of why they're wrong, or uh, befriend them. And what I found, believe it or not, uh, trolling is a – a very effective social media marketing, viral marketing tool. Yeah. And people, you, you, you don't have to think of it in a negative sense because trolling can be as simple as telling another expert in your field who's giving out bad information that they're wrong. And what happens is... Yeah, like constructive for, feedback, but some yeah. people are have small egos and take that as you being well, a hater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you'll get... You'll get both reactions from that person, but it's not so much about that person. It's about the people watching y'all's conversation. Right. Because if they start engaging you, uh, they're tagging you, they're, and it's causing people that follow them and follow you uh, to find out more. You know, If somebody calls you out for, for calling them out, well, what happens is people on the side, we all do this when there's something going on like that. We go look for ourselves. Well, who is this guy? Does he know what he's talking about? So people now are visiting your profile, visiting your website, looking at what you do, looking. And if you have problems they can solve, well, what you say makes sense to them. 
that's when you start all of a sudden getting these random messages. Hey, Michael, I saw, you know, <laughs> you call out uh, uh, Scott. I, think, I remember one of the ones that went back for was Scott Sutton for a while. And I went to your website, saw what you do, and I need to hire you. And, yeah. you know, uh, and not realizing I just created a, a marketing technique. Um, you know, one of the biggest, one of the big things now a lot of people try to sell is uh, mobile marketing by text, yeah. you know, text marketing. Well, yeah, there's people going all it. in on that right now. Well, we don't like getting those texts, though. We're like, you know, hey, you know. If you follow Grant Cardone, you get them from Grant Cardone. If you're hooked into his network, and yeah, I get about you know, thirteen a day. Yeah, they're they're actually annoying, but believe it or not, the most effective way to mobile market is to engage, find that targeted person, and engage their social media. Because what happens when someone all of a sudden follows you? They start commenting on all your stuff. They share it. They start liking a whole bunch of things at once, and it comes directly to your phone. And you're saying a marketing message now that, hey, I like you. You're cool. I like your content. So what do you do when some all of a sudden there's some random person has followed you and, and now is like like five of your posts, commented on three? What's, what's the first thing you do? Probably going to engage that person to see if anything that I do, I could sell to them. <laughs> right. So basically you click on their profile and you see their business. How many followers I got? Their content. Well, that's exactly what you're trying to do with any type of your marketing. Oh, yeah. So right here is a freeway. If you just spend time, you know, everybody worries about what they post on social media. Well, yes, you got to have your content there, but nobody's going to see it outside of who you're already connected to unless you take these steps. Yeah. And I always tell people in the beginning when you don't have a big following – uh, and you don't have a lot of attention, you need to spend 85% of your time engaging other people who aren't connected to you. Yeah, for so sure. I mean, that's the, that's the only way to organically grow your reach other than, I mean, it's not organic, but paid ads and that kind of thing is not going to be people that are actually going to engage on your on your social media feeds. It's just going to be people that you got through through paid engagement. But the, the true organic that actually interact with you you're completely right. You've got to you've got to go seek those people out. Yes, yes. And you know that's the thing. If you make it a routine of doing that daily, especially with somebody that you know you want when they when they think of whatever your, your business is, whatever problems you solve, that you're the first thing that comes to their mind. Yeah. You know this this guy can help me. Epic video content. This guy can you know, help me market my business. This guy can help me out, you know, in your business, in the mortgage business. Uh, you know, that that's because we're connected on a human level on through Facebook. You know, yeah. we're friends on Facebook. I know who you like. You know, it's like uh, it's all good. You know, your passions, you know, we, we see where that common ground, you know, the law of attraction works online a thousand times more than in person and the thousand times being is you can connect with anybody on this planet instantly uh just based on you know who you are what you're passionate about uh and yeah and then like people, doing what you did you took it next level you connected with those people and then you leveraged it in order to get in front of 
<clears throat> that ultimate person that you wanted to get in front of to to leverage what you were trying to do. So you you probably found something out about GC that that you could use to get in front of them in, in those in those moments. Well, yeah, I, the the story of how we started working together is is a pretty epic one. Um, I went viral by accident. Uh, entered a social media contest to beat Charlie Sheen's Tiger Blood intern. Right when uh, he got fired from Two and a Half Men, he was <laughs> the first person to go on Twitter and get a million followers in 24 hours. And you know he was the focus of the of the news then. Right when he got fired from Two and a Half Men, and he's like tweeting, "I don't know what to do with this." You know, just whatever. You know, I don't understand social media. So a site called Internships.com came to him and said, "Let's have a contest." get you a social media uh, person and uh, i entered that contest never done anything like that but i was like well i you know i've uh you know i've got a big following i wrote the most read blog about live streaming from 06 to 08 uh online and uh you know i was like i know a little bit about social media and long story short on that 91,000 people entered made it through four rounds then i had to do my, a two-minute video uh as my final round entry, first time I'd ever done a video in my life. You know, I'd been on uh, webcam live streams and things like that, but never done an actual video. Um, it's definitely and, not as easy as it looks. <laughs> no, no. But I put a video together. Uh, great story how that'll happen. I won't go into that right now, but long story short on that, uploaded it on a Thursday night, uh, went to bed, woke up with. 40,000 views and I was contacted by everybody from Oprah Winfrey to Good Morning America. I emailed the next morning when I woke up. Yeah, I had like almost 6,000 emails. So in and, that in uh, that moment, what were you thinking in that moment? Like, holy shit, what just happened? Well, actually, I when I came up with the concept for my video, basically they came to us on a Monday and said, you made the final round. Um, you've got, this is on a Monday, you've got till midnight to submit a tiger blood video more than two minutes and it could be about answering one of three questions uh first question you could answer is what company is using social media the best and why um or you could answer if you're advising a political candidate for office how would you get them elected by social media and then the last question which i took was if you were the uh social media director organization how could you raise awareness and donations in ep in light of an epic natural disaster? Um, week before, the tsunami and earthquake had hit Japan. And so a light bulb went off my head. I was like, oh, Charlie's – that's the question they really want answered. Charlie's looking to make like a big comeback Yeah. with with his social media doing a charity deal around you know the natural disaster just happened. So I came up with a concept for a – 10-day, 240-hour straight live broadcast on to be done on every social media network, which no social media – this was 2011. There, nobody had live streaming on their social media network. So, so we were going to bring this all there. Yeah. yeah, give – well, no, just, yeah, have it where they would be live streaming it uh, you know, on each, each platform. And we'd give each – you know, A-list celebrity, band, comedian, actor, whatever, 30 minutes of the, you know, 30 minutes of time to do to do whatever they wanted to do, their comedy, their play a song, yeah. whatever. Hmm. Uh, and then everybody watching, uh, we just asked for 10 bucks, you know, 
And if we got, you know, 10 million people, we'd raise $100 million. If we got uh, 100 million people, we'd raise a billion in 10 days. Yeah, all on the premise of helping that that charitable organization. So, yeah, I did a Wall Street-type video, wrapped it with Blue Horseshoe, loves Michael Nass. (laughs) You remember the movie Wall Street? Blue Horseshoe was like (laughs) the, the, the code word. For buy or sell from Gecko, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, so that video went viral. Uh, we were in limbo for three months, didn't win the contest, but got featured on ABC News and all kinds of just crazy, uh, you know, media and and branding opportunities from that. And I developed a Facebook page. Uh, YouTube for it was called Have and Give, which is the name of the of the uh, of the I guess you would call telephone live stream telephone. Yeah. And uh, so I created these pages. and I go, well, they're looking at you know who can do social media, and it was the first time in my life I was like, wow, man, I need followers, I need engagement, I need it fast, I need it now. And again, this was 2000, you know, 11, 12, and so I'm googling it. I'm like trying to find out who can solve this problem for me and there was no there was no good answer no no inexpensive answer uh the only thing i could find i could it's so funny people say oh don't buy don't buy you know don't buy facebook likes well facebook's yeah. number two source of revenue is you buying likes for your page yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we all, our, yeah. Uh, we all well no well who knows what they are but when you go to your facebook page today It'll say, "Do you want more likes?" And you can pay Facebook to get you more likes. Yeah, I did. I did that because that was the only solution I could find. Uh, I opened a wide open worldwide campaign. Um, I got three thousand followers in a month or likes, and I got a credit card bill for three thousand dollars. And I had uh, uh, all my followers were teenagers from Indonesia, <laughs> and this was through Facebook ads at a dollar a piece. And I was like, you know what? The numbers, I, the numbers are are good, but they're not worth, the, you know, a dollar a piece. Yeah, I mean, the, that, you're I, not going to be I, able to leverage teenagers in Indonesia <laughs> on on what well, you were one, trying to accomplish. But I knew one thing. I knew just from my personal, when people come across your profile on whatever it is, uh, unless not your personal Facebook page, but your 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 business pages and your Instagram and your Twitter. The first thing we look at is what? How many people are following you? Yeah, for sure. That right there. I mean, if if I blew up your you're getting all these notifications, I just followed you, I commented on you, and you go to my profile and you see I've got fifty thousand followers, well most likely you're gonna one, check out all my my website and all that, but two, you're gonna follow me. Yeah, for sure. Because you're like this could be this person could be an asset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, logically, like that's what I've been trying to do with with anybody that I meet in the game is leveraging how many followers they have to try to leverage yeah. me getting more. So I learned it very, you know, a lot of a lot of social media experts and coaches and whatever try to say, oh well, quality is better than quantity. Um, and I'm I'm totally I'm basically living proof, and some of my clients are living proof too that. That's not true that if you have 100,000 people following you on Twitter, Instagram, regardless if they're Indonesian teenagers, real or fake or whatever, it will open doors oh, yeah. that w- 
would never be able to be open any other way. Yeah, I mean, let's be and, honest, though, with the with these executives at most of these companies that really probably don't understand social media right now, they just look at how many people that you have following if you're asking them for advertising dollars, and they're like, yeah, he's got 500,000 followers. Who knows where they're coming from? But, yeah, we'll give him 1000 bucks a month to aver- advertise with him. Oh, or that, or even media opportunities, you know, yeah. you know, one of the, one of the strategies, it's really, you know, as we always say, your network is your net worth. If oh, yeah. you're connected to somebody on a, you know, on a friend, it's crazy because online with social people can feel in their heart, they're your best friend and they've never met you in their life. Yeah. And, it's, it's totally creepy whenever I go to like expos here for, for, for real estate and everybody's like, hey, how's your son doing? Oh, I, I love that you just bought a new house. I'm like, dude, this is massively creepy at times. <laughs> right. So just think about it. If you're friends with a news anchor, a morning show host, a radio host, well, one thing, especially if they have a daily show, they're always, always looking for content because they have to come up with something every day. Oh, yeah. So if they're, you're connected to them and they're seeing your content, and or you have something that like what I did when I was in the Charlie Sheen contest and made the finals. I was sharing that with all the news anchors. I like, hey, you know, you might want to do a story on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do a I'm story about this. me because I've 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 just hit forty thousand views on this, and, and it'll help you out too. Exactly, um, you know, and of course it was also done around you know a good thing being disaster relief and charitable cause. So yeah. That made it a lot easier, but that's how I got on the news. That's, you know, was, was that kind of stuff. And it doesn't just have to be media, but it can be anything for potential clients to other people that can help you elevate brands, get on podcasts, get on, uh, uh, or one, I may not need your services, but if I'm ever in a conversation with someone that identifies a problem you can solve, well, the first thing I'm going to say is you need to talk to Mike. Yeah. Yeah. On Facebook, man, he's, done whatever um but back to how me and grant cardone started so i blew up i like i was in the car business for 25 years i knew of grant and had done his car training or the 90s but way back on vhs videotapes <laughs> that's yeah. what cardone you was back then it was <laughs> you know just for car I've seen some of those videos. They were, they were super awkward and super monotone. And I was like, Holy shit, this is Grant Cardone. What the hell? (laughs) And, uh, so I followed his page, you know, from, uh, from the car background and, uh, I went viral and, you know, how they go, but back to, you know, trying to figure out how to get likes and followers. I was like, there's gotta be a better way. And uh, it took me 30 days, but I built a network with other, with actually the other finalists of the uh, Tiger Blood social media contest. Yeah. I built relationships with them because I'm like, wow, you've got half a million followers. You've got a good video. You know, let's become friends because we could probably combine, combine forces. And long story short, in 30 days, I was figured, we figured, out how to flow organically 3,000 likes to a Facebook, organic likes to a Facebook page per day. And I was able to do it at a cost, instead of a dollar a person, of 10 cents a person. Well, damn. And and that, that made news. And so 
I see Grant post. He goes, I've got a show coming out on National Ge- Jeff, uh, sorry, National Geographic Channel called The Turnaround King. I just made a page for it. I need – go like it. I went to the page. It had 59 likes. So all <laughs> I did was I com- – Grant never knew of me, never had a conversation with him in my life. I commented on that post. Grant, if you need likes, we need to talk. It was on a Sunday evening. Five minutes later, I get a, a caller ID from Hollywood, California, and it's Grant. And he goes, <laughs> I saw your comment about getting likes. And I go, well, how many likes are you looking for? He goes, well, I want 100,000. He goes, what are you? He's like, what? I go, yeah, I can, I can get that for you. And He's like, how fast? I go, well, how fast is he blowing? So he's like, he's totally mind blowing. And he goes, right, well, I said, I'll give you all a free sample tomorrow. All right, we'll do a little 30-minute test. See how many followers I can get you in 30 minutes. He goes, all right, I'll get you on Commerce Call, my marketing team, blah, blah, blah. So we did that. Um, you know, blew up blew up the Turnaround King uh, Facebook page. And then he had the problem where he had all these followers, but now he had no engagement. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's great getting all my followers, but nobody's commenting or liking my post. Yeah. And, and I said, and this is where I took my first delve into consulting. I go, it's because you you suck on. And he goes, what? And I go, <laughs> you're in your office, you're at a desk, and you're pitching your books. And, yeah, you're giving value, but it's boring. It's, you know, pretty much all about you. I mean, yeah, you're trying to help us, but you're you're selling and that you can't sell. There's a way to sell on social media, but you, it's not the way we're used to. Yeah. The copy that you're making sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I said, I said, I mean, you live in, at the time you lived in Lionel Richie's old house in the bird Hills of Hollywood. Uh, Next door neighbors were Leo DiCaprio and Dr. Dre. And I was like, (laughs) we need to, you need to feature your life and who you are. And we need you. We need your wife. And then it was so funny because uh, I hear, I guess he was on, I was on speakerphone. I hear Elena in the background. She's like, yes, I'm not. He goes, yeah, my wife is an actress. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she doesn't even probably get on cam, but I'm not going to. Uh, he only had Sabrina at the time. Starla hadn't been born yet. And he's like, I'm not putting on camera because you know, and not, you know, I don't want that, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, then you're not going to be successful on social media. Yeah, because they want and, everybody I, wants to see everything about you. And he'd never done a live broadcast. And I was like, we need to do a live broadcast. And I can set it up through Ustream, get you uh, front page billing, because that's where you had to go live. I mean, you, YouTube Live, nothing was out yet. You had Justin TV and Ustream basically to use. And I said, uh, let's do a Turnaround King show on there. And he's like, oh, I don't, how, nobody's going to buy. Uh, you know, my university and my, my books off that. I don't see how I'm going to get any business. I go, trust me. And it took me a month to talk them into going live. I've actually got and, a clip real quick of, of, uh, one of those videos. Give me one second. Okay. And you push Michael Nass, dude, Michael Nass, this was your idea. You pushed me to do this. My boy. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently it did take you a long time to convince him. Cause I think that was that first video that he actually did. Yeah, that was his first live broadcast. That was the wrap up, which he went back live after he did the live broadcast because, yeah, you know, he, he had he's so getting much so much engagement. It. Yeah, 
Well, we we actually broke the website when we did it. It it crashed because we had so many viewers. <laughs> but but it was funny, and it it was crazy. Is he's in his office? He was sitting on a yoga ball the whole time. He did that <laughs> broadcast. And we, and he's right. If long if if you watch that whole clip, he talks about how we put it together in two days. Came up with the content. Got Ustreamar trained his staff on how to. To, you know, I he was wearing corded never, headphones. <laughs> he, yeah. Oh well, I mean, it was funny. Like it, when he first was doing his radio, his live broadcast all the time. When he we I it, so what was funny was after that first one, I was like, we need to do another one. And I, it's so funny. We were talking about Facebook messages during this conversation, and he's like, "Oh man, that was exhausting. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, we all know he has five shows a week now and goes live all the time. Oh, and it's all—it's all about following him around and what his life is like on his new stuff. Just like the the recent stuff showing like the hotels that he's in and all this different stuff that he's doing, and and those are getting more engagement than any of his other stuff. And it's all circling back to to the advice, in in my opinion, that you gave to him at the very beginning. Well, yeah, because basically what came around was he was doing the Cardone Zone, which he does every Friday, but he was doing it on radio only. And I was like, take your laptop with you and live stream it. And then we had the ability to use Google Hangouts and do them on Google Plus and embed them. And so he was his back into the radio behind him. And, of course, he had the big radio headphones on, and that's how the – the Cardone zone started on going live was him in the radio studio doing it, uh, which evolved into finally setting up a studio. Yeah. Like it's, it's so funny. I, I tell people you can go to his YouTube and just hit videos, uh, newest to oldest. I mean, oldest to newest. And then you can kind of see where I came along <laughs> and you can see podcasting evolves from, yeah, him, broadcasting from his MacBook using the webcam there uh, to what it is today, you know, full-blown network studio <laughs> that can broadcast live on everything at once. Yeah, all of his so, stuff All uh, of his stuff now is just like complete, utter, like, TV studio. I mean, he's totally set up a TV studio at this yeah. point. Yeah, and so that's basically what became the crux of my business was – uh, before the consulting, you know, I tried to help Grant. We took him from basically a thousand, or sorry, eight thousand likes on his Facebook page. He's, I don't know, I think he's at six million now. And then uh, he had like twelve thousand followers on Twitter. He's three hundred fifty there, and you yeah, know, I think he's over like three million, million. Yeah, two million or something on Instagram or something right yeah. now. Yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing on Instagram. I don't think Instagram was out yet. But you know, catapulted him and. What I was doing before I met Grant was basically facilitating the live broadcast for businesses and brands, shows, weekly shows, et cetera, which we yeah. still do today, uh, help people set up their own live show because as you probably know with your podcast, it's a great networking tool because all people who normally would give, not give you any time that you're trying to you know, level up yeah. and, and network with, when you can hit them with, hey, I, I want to be – I want to have you on my show. Yeah, I want to tell people about they're, who they're, you are. Well, yeah, that's when they're going to want to, one, find out more about you, and two, possibly, and 
and then we'll be more open to connecting with you when you're offering him a, you know, hey, I want to interview you. I want you to come promote your feature value benefit on my show, your story, your whatever it is, your charity, your your business, what you're passionate about. Yeah, I mean, some of the and, people that that we've gotten lined up, like it, it's all through the exactly what you're talking about, engaging them in social and 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 of course with Brad. Brad's Brad Lee's going to be on next week, but that was kind of a connection that that you had helped me make and. And I just kept on him on social and like commented on all of his stuff and, and eventually got to a point to where he was like, man, I, I'm, he's probably to a point where like, I, I just want this dude to leave me the hell alone. So I guess I'll do it. <laughs> but, uh, right, but, right. but it's all through the, the organic engagement that I was trying to have with him. And, uh, and it finally broke through by having a podcast and saying, Hey man, I want you to be on the podcast. I, I'd love to have you talk about haters and, and from what I could see on his social media, he he likes talking about the hater concept, like talking about that. Well, that's that what's, what's funny. So. He was one of the typical clients that I get, you know, now it's like, hey, you know, I don't want to put anything out controversial. I don't want haters, all this other stuff. And I tell him right off the bat, uh, we have to get a, we have to get haters. Yeah, he's gone haters. full disregard for that. Like, he definitely does not give a well, shit anymore. <laughs> well, well success, your success is measured by the amount of hate you have. The biggest yeah. uh, testament. You can't name any successful person from Oprah Winfrey to the most hated person in the history of the world is Jesus Christ. He was hated so much that, people <laughs> that he, was yeah. he was crucified by his haters. But that, that just shows you that, yes, hate haters are essentials. And there's ways to turn haters into your biggest fans, believe it or not. And that was one of the things I taught Grant because we, we had the hater come out in the beginning and yeah. like, it's say, what do you usually do? You block, ignore, whatever. But some, now I'm not saying this works with all haters, but some haters are just, you know, they, they're not used to getting attention. You know, that's what they're screaming out. It's yeah, and then you give them attention, attention and it, it flips well, that. No, and then, yeah, and so basically I said, Grant, go to the guy and reply to him, like, why do you think, you know, my my training sucks or whatever, whatever that guy was saying. And ended up having a conversation, and then the next day the guy's, like, posting love on all the posts. And yeah, then, praising him. Another hater comes along. Grant doesn't have to do anything. Guess who gets the new hater? The old hater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And that's just, you know, come full circle now. Um, you know, my business was, when I started with Grant, was based not really around social media, but around live streaming, setting yeah. up your own show your live streams, producing them because nobody knew how to do them back then. It was a lot more complicated, a lot more difficult than it is now. Yeah. There's all uh, kinds of stuff now, like box cast and like, just oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't do things. it on your yeah. phone. You couldn't, you couldn't do, and you, you had all, you have great internet and all, you know, it's, there was a lot, lot into it. And, you know, live broadcast got a lot more attention back then too, because nobody was doing them. And yeah. if you saw all of a sudden this person's live, you'd be like, what, how'd they do that? But in doing that, and then with Grant brought on because of the success he had with me and, and the attention that I got him, that led to the, the high-level consulting that I do with people like him now. Uh, you know, from, you know I've, yeah. I've helped Bradley. I've got over 100 A-list movie and music and fashion stars that uh, I've done consulting with. 
and uh, it and it's allowed me to now to where you know my one of my newest jumps off the cliff is I'm producing executive producer of uh, you know a Dallas Cowboys pregame show here in Dallas that runs on ABC uh, called you know Drew Pearson Live, which is uh, starring uh, the original '88. Yeah, <laughs> but now now I'm going. Yeah, it just just shows I had no formal education in video production, social media, marketing, anything. I just from a desire to be able to control my time more than I had when I was in the car business. Yeah. Uh, at 42 years old, I'm I, it's 10 years later now, and uh, and you know I I. I I have I go to bed when I want, wake up when I want, and and do whatever I want. So yeah. to all the all the people out there, it just shows you just got to apply yourself and just keep going. Yeah, it, I mean, if if you've got a desire, the the biggest fallacy in our society right now is that you need an education, and and I think that luckily there's some people that are bringing to light right now that that's not as important as it used to be, and that people can grind and can make money and those kind of things. I I, I went to school for six months and I was playing sports, got hurt, stopped doing it. And then within a year's time, year and a half time, I was making six figures in the mortgage business because I just wanted to be successful in anything that I did. So when that switched from sports to sales, like as long as you can put your head down and, and get after it, then you're going to be in a situation to where you're going to, you're going to put yourself in successful situations. And like, I think it's super valuable that, that you were somebody that, was in a situation that you didn't like and you were willing to take the risk to get completely out of it on something that you had no idea how to do. <laughs> right. And yeah, that, absolutely. I think that and, that's a lot of people would never do that. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I mean, you're, you know, the friendly flipper, Jeremy Rubin, you know, yeah. and, and it's crazy because you can be mentored and you can learn about, how to do pretty much anything from Facebook ads to uh, you name it, either on the combination of Googling it or YouTube. Jeremy Rubin taught himself how to flip houses off YouTube videos. Yeah. That, and and he, went from a phone salesman <laughs> making 30 grand a year to a millionaire in three years. And he learned everything by searching it on YouTube. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing you can pretty much learned how to do anything online now for free. Yeah. Like, like, what I said about Grant is, believe it or not, all his content that he charges for, uh, if you take the time, it's free on his YouTube. Yeah. He's got six, 7,000 videos that uh, pretty much. <laughs> this old Cardone U is on YouTube if people really dig deep yeah. enough for it. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's another thing, too. Is you know to give some free social media marketing tips here is delivering value you know to where you give away some things that you normally charge for, be it yeah. advice, tips that, and then people see. That's why I always say if you have a product that people will come back for, um, which that should be most any entrepreneur should strive yeah. to sell product that is going to leave that kind of taste in somebody versus <laughs> yeah. like I can't believe I bought this shit. Uh, then you should be able to, it's kind of, I always say it's like, uh, it's like cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Why does the cocaine dealer give you that first little bit for free? Well, cause he's going to know you're going to come back. So you should be able to sell 
whatever product you have should be that. Is I should be able to give you a sample, and you're going to get results that that you're going to come pay me all the money for. <laughs> yeah, later down the come road. Back. Because yeah, because you you see what. It, well, it, why do you it, think so it, many it, people right now just go right in for the kill, like with these these targeted ads and these funnels and and these kind of things? Like it's because they don't they're they don't they know. Uh, they know their product they can, shit, it's, I guess. It's, it's kind of like a one night stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I give you enough drinks, get you drunk, you're gonna think I'm good looking, and you'll have to <laughs> you'll yeah, go yeah. home with me. Yeah, I mean it's and it's completely morning, true. You're wake up and you say and block me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the walk of shame because uh oh, I just spent a thousand dollars on this coaching program from somebody that I'd never met before, but they did a really cool video, and then oh shit. Now I've got a sleazy feeling because this this content is horrible, and I just paid money for it. Yeah, and and just and you know it's one of the, one of the business practices I have is I I have to screen clients because I can't help everybody. Oh, I yeah. have singers who can't sing. I have actors who can't act. <laughs> I can't sit there and bust their bubble and tell them that to their face. You know, I'll say something like I'm. You know, I'm a little too busy right, right now. now or whatever, <laughs> but no, I'll evaluate it because yeah, the last thing you want to do is take money from someone and you can't help them. You can't, you can't deliver what they need. Yeah. You don't get any results because that, not everybody is made for success. I mean, if we're going to be completely honest about it. And then the last thing you need is an ex client saying, I paid him X amount of dollars and I didn't get nothing. That was, yeah. you know, you want the exact opposite you know, to where, and that's the other thing is the majority, I've never paid for any advertising for my business, no Facebook ads, nothing. Everything I was generated was based off people who followed Grant in the beginning and, and knew, you know, I loved it for the first two years. Yeah. You just Grant, doubled down on Grant, what was there. Well, no, he just, he, every time he was on live and he saw me there or I helped producing it, he would say, you need help with social, blowing your social media up. You need to, Get a hold of Michael Nass. <laughs> yeah, and then that's that, the best advertising I mean, right there. Yeah, and and people would see, you know, I would be on broadcast with them and would see how, you know, they they do exactly what happened. And then, uh, you know, I started working with Hollywood entities. I did a social media campaign with the TV show Leverage in their cancellation season in their sixth season. Yeah, got them the People's Choice Award for best cable TV drama, and then that opened massive clients for me in, in LA. So have you always been fearless? Like it, it, it sounds like every season that you've moved through in your career that like after you well, left the car business, you just, you just threw fear aside. Well, what's funny is when social media was blogs, chat rooms, message boards in 04, the last thing you wanted anybody to know was your name. You had yeah. a nickname. Yeah. Some of those, uh, those are, I had car players, those are nickname. some of those weird, <laughs> weird social <laughs> like you, you did boxes. not want anybody to know the uh, who you were, and the ultimate troll was when somebody figured out who you were and they started posting pictures of you because yeah. they figured out who you were. So it's so funny how it's evolved. But I guess I took that fearless from being anonymous to where I could say whatever I wanted, and just and the same thing with my blog and what I did. You know, I wasn't keen to having to worry about you know getting fired from my job or anything yeah. for what I said or my opinion. So, yeah, I let it rip. I was who I was. Sometimes I look stupid, sometimes whatever, but that's the biggest problem people have, especially brands with social media is 
It's so PC. But they're gotta, not. They're I've not themselves. Share my life because here's what it is. We go through our Facebook. Everybody's perfect. They're going on beach vacations. Yeah. They have <laughs> the family's happy. All this other stuff. Well, that's all we see, and that's geriatric to us. But then when we, when we see that person that says, "I'm not having a good day," yeah. or or there, if say it's your job, and I'm filming a commercial today with Grant Cardone or Tony Romo, and I'm sharing that on my social the behind the scenes, yeah, of of the grind my of feature, it, yeah. Like my my future value benefit in action to where you can you'll follow this you'll you're gonna see when this commercial comes out whatever then that you know that that's the kind of content you put out put on put out on social media and it's just so hard for people sometimes because because all they want to do is they want to sell like they they want to have immediate ROI on what they're doing yet the better and then I have this. They don't want to have this image that may only be one side of them. Or yeah. Yeah. Like and that's but, a, that's the whole vision behind this podcast is like I've been so caught up in like trying to be PC and and all these different things and I, I I've almost masked who I actually am because of the PC aspect of the type of job that I have right now. But the podcast is is purely just to be like, dude, this is me. And this is and same thing with my Dan, Dan, my co-host is like, this is us. And, and we're going to talk to some really cool ass people. And, and, and if you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to listen to it, but. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I can say like two people, I guess, mentored me just through being networked with them or just following them on social media. You know, Grant was beautiful for my first client because his expertise is entrepreneurship. Yeah. So. I was able to learn that aspect from him where I was teaching him the social media marketing. But I really think the best mentor I've ever had for social media is Gary V because look at Gary oh, V. Yeah. He drops an F bomb many times. But you know what? That's because it's him. You know, most people say, Oh, you you know, you're gonna ruin your branding if you're cussing all the time. Well, the reason why it works for Gary V because that's who he is that's in real is. life. Yeah, that's who he is to the core. And people love it because he's unfiltered, he says what's on his mind. And it, and that's why we go to him every day because we we know it's going to be real. Yeah, if he, doesn't, if he tried gonna, to hold that back, he wouldn't be able to respond as fast to these questions that he gets because he'd be trying to evaluate in his head what not to say and all these different things. That's that's you're you're completely right. I think that he has the best advice right now when it comes to just understanding how to operate inside of social media. Yeah, and what what he taught me. And, and this is the whole – this is the biggest mistake because it, here's what businesses and brands think. They think, oh, social media is the way to go now you know, versus print and everything else. Yeah. Well, the problem is 125 years, marketing has been push media. We push text. We push emails. We push billboards. We push commercials, buy, 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 feature value benefit. Yep. Well, you bring that mentality to social media, you're going to fail because – it's it feels people, sleazy to not, that end user. The only business media out there, business social media, is LinkedIn. So we're not. When I go on my Facebook, when I go on my Instagram, whatever it is, YouTube, I'm not looking for somebody to sell me something. Yeah, I'm looking for like interesting that person that content. adds you as a friend and then immediately says, "Please like my business page. I think it's pertinent to you." Yeah, exactly. oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm looking for content that you know 
makes me, you know, it's about what I'm passionate about. It's conversations I want to see. It's content I want to, you know, social content. Yeah. So when you enter the social media marketing realm, you have to look at it as the same as walking into a, a restaurant, walking into church, walking into a public gathering that maybe some people know you, some people don't. But if you walk into that public gathering and you start handing out brochures and business cards <laughs> and be selfies as, shit. <laughs> as your introduction to people, say, what, what are they going to do? They're Feels not like even, the insurance gonna, salesman they're, that just like, even, he's got cards with you all the time. Your, they take your stuff. They're probably going to throw it away. Oh, yeah. paying attention to you. And, and the attitude is, dude, we're at a social setting. You know, we're supposed to be, you know, this is not business. And that's, right. that's the way you, you've got to look at, you've got to start conversations and put content that are social out there. Like I said, back in the beginning, when you're engaging other people, liking, following, whatever. Now, as we said, 125 years, push media. Social is all about pull. Yep. Pull being talent attracting. Make, make or, me go, yeah. why did you just like all my posts? Or oh, I loved what you just posted. I'm going to click on your profile and find out more about you. Right. See if I want to connect with you. Look at your website. Uh, those type of. So social is all about pulling people in. Pull. And so it's called pull media. Yeah. And sure. so that's. That is the key to, to, to is putting content. As you, you know, you know some of the biggest br- things that have happened on social media for brands like Dollar Shake Club is they put out ads that were jaw dropping. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> the guy in the shower with the guy's girlfriend. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. So yeah, it's got to yeah, be it's, it's got to be content that like is good content that is clickable and, and not be sleazy clickbait. You know what I mean? That that's, that's the fine line on social that you got to walk is, yeah, I want to have this be clickbait, but I don't want it to come off that way. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, a question from the client you get is, well, how do I do that? Well, yeah. The beauty of social media is you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So if there's something that Gary Vee did, if there's something that somebody did on social media that made you, buy from them or follow them. Um, and you thought, wow, that was a cool thing to do. You know, yeah, all you got to do is pay attention. Is put, all you got to do is do the same thing and put, they're not selling the same thing you are nine times out of 10. Yeah. Put your own, own brand on it. You know, just like, you know, Grant's doing his shows. You can have yeah. your own show. You can, you know, oh, wow, he did this with his – I could do this with my kids, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, the, that there's type- a reason why the, the, there's a top 1% when it comes to wealthy, though, because very few people will actually even do anything that we, we've even talked about in this podcast. Like, somebody starting a podcast could be the most fearful thing – for that individual person and they just won't ever do it because they're just too scared for people to see what they're well, yeah, like. Or, or there's, 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 or there's nobody there. You're right. like, there's nobody engaging me. Well, yeah, it's, you know, Grant says the best there. It's, it's about vibration. It's about just keep putting content out there. Yeah. And, and, and you uh, also have to do both sides of it. If you, if you're working on social, you also have to follow that up with face to face interaction and, and, and leveraging, that person with a face-to-face interaction along with the social. Like that's, that's well, a piece that people beauty, I think are, are, are losing sometimes. Well, the beauty of social is uh, not necessarily 
because I did over a hundred thousand dollars business with Grant and yeah. never met him in in person. It was we worked over a year together before I was out in Hollywood. He was in Hollywood at the time before he moved to Florida, and uh, before I met him in person. So that's uh, that is the beauty of online yeah, marketing. Yeah, yeah. Is, but leveraging is, those top level connections, like somebody like yourself or 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 Brad or or whatever, like. To, to ultimately get on that high wage earners radar, you you, oh, yeah. you you at some point need to get face to face time with them, and th- and that's a good thing oh, yeah. is like once you get that face to face time, you've already broken the ice and you feel like you know each other, and and it's just so easy. It's so easy to just jump into a conversation because you've been following each other and. And it and it's yeah. not it's not forced. It's not like oh yeah, I'm Mike or and and I have to learn everything about you because I don't know who you are and this this whole interaction is super awkward. It's like no, I've M- Michael, I, I've been following you and I, I see everything that you're doing. How's the show going, man? Like how's all this stuff going for you? And it's just natural, and, and that's the beauty well, yeah. of social. Well, it's it's like you look at uh, Bradley, Hank Norman, uh, Grant. You know all the, all the people that I've I've consulted. Well. They all have one thing in common. You you know exactly who they are. You know oh, yeah. they're real because they will put content out there that yeah, some people it might not rub some people right. Right. Well, so yeah, I mean that that is your biggest obstacle. In, in, in a lot of people just don't understand it. They're trying to brand their their business when they need to brand their, their themselves yeah. as the face of the business and. That and then that that obstacle of oh my gosh I've got to be raw and I got to be real I got to be who I am I yeah. got to share what I'm you know if you're passionate about boating well you're going to attract other people who are tra- passionate about boating and if that person and is even the one stupidest of them, things you could monetize do a podcast about all the different boats in the world and then get a boat company to pay you to have a link on your podcast or something. Like it's just so, well, yeah. it's so simple to leverage money. I think in, in this day and age, and it just baffling to me that people well, don't know. Well, how to the, do it. the key is leveraging what you're passionate about and monetizing it. And luckily I was passionate. I love when Facebook, I love being on social media because yeah. I don't, I'm not a public speaker. I'm not, I don't want to get in front of a crowd. I have social anxiety disorder, but online I can say whatever I want without stutter, without stuttering, without worry about people. And then, uh, you know, hit enter and walk away and then come back in a few hours and see what happened. Yeah. Oh shit. It just blew (laughs) up. And then, and then as we always say, you can always delete. (laughs) (laughs) You can always delete. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to put it to sum it up on in, in a nutshell, yeah, it's it's that's one understanding the social aspect of, of marketing online, but uh, and then two being able to, like I said, be yourself, be vulnerable, yeah. be able to share things that you wouldn't be comfortable with sharing or opinions or, or whatever. Because yeah. what happens is you're going to attract the people that think the same way you do, and you a lot, and if they're potential clients. Then they're they're already connected to you because as we all know in right. the end people buy people they don't buy products and as you know there's people if they love you that they they'll tell you I could buy the same thing cheaper from this other guy but he's a dick yeah, yeah I don't I just don't <laughs> want to like do business you. with him yeah I'm gonna pay more because I'd rather do business with you right. so you know because I'm I never met you but you know we both love 
speedboats or we yeah. love the cowboys or, or whatever it is so well i definitely um, don't love the cowboys so you won't have you, we, we don't have to relate <laughs> yeah, on that <laughs> yeah just, just use an example yeah yeah love, but they, so they that's that's I, I think the best piece of advice that 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 you can give and that you you did just give is like we have to be okay with being vulnerable because the people that are that are being vulnerable and the people that are uh, allowing the haters to pour in because they are being who they are are the people that are winning right now in society. And I, I think it's mainly because, like you said, with all the infomercial bullshit that's on social media and all these different things, people are like – and reality TV and all this other stuff, the Kardashians and all that – People are craving like authenticity, and and if you're the person that can give it to them, in in a fashion that they reciprocate with, you're going to grow and you're going to make money. Yes, and here's here's something that I've coined uh, and that I'm a, a master of, and it's endorphin marketing. If you know, so basically, I like that like term. The, well, the, the the whole reason most people who aren't on social media for business, which is the majority of people, is to get like, you know, when you yeah. get a like, when you get a comment to your phone and you see that, it, it opens up some like dopamine in your, in your brain. You're releasing, you're releasing endorphins. Because uh, that's, you know, by saying, oh, wow, I like your stuff. Uh, you're cool, whatever. Yeah. That's, that's endorphin. So now that's versus, you, you think about it, uh, very rarely a TV ad or a, or a monetized text or email rarely is going to release the only it's oh, going yeah. to release. Oh, it's a spam. You're trying, you want my money. You know, you don't care about me. <laughs> you yeah. just want to make money off me. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that turns it, turns it totally on its head. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it you know, you do have to set that time aside to do that every day. Oh yeah. Uh, 100%. Re- and if you're, if you're not like, I, I just, spoke in front of uh, of the of bunch of realtors the other day and i was like you guys the the one thing that everybody has been saying in this room right now is i don't have the time to do this and i'm like you take how many shits do you take in a day <laughs> because if you're taking a dump and you're not creating content while you're doing it then you just wasted that time doing nothing playing candy crush or whatever it might be when you could have put out some sort of content that may have made somebody go, Oh, I like that person. I'm going to follow them. Oh, they sell real estate. I'm going to buy a house from them because of this piece of content that they put out while they were taking a dump. Well, and, and then also, you know, it just goes back to the, you know, the, with me, Grant, one comment I made on one of his posts, you know, made me six figures and yeah. changed both of our lives forever. And it's, it's actually probably maybe seven figures from all the business I got from what I've done with him while people, that uh, came from that. So yeah, don't be scared to reach out. Yeah, and that's what I always say. The, the day, yeah, one of your comments, your likes, follows makes you five figures. Then you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, me, it took me to do that, and I made it made me all this. So, yeah, one hundred percent. I commented I, on uh, what what started the the message chain with with Bradley and I is I commented on one of his things, and I won't mention what I commented because it was pertinent to probably something he's going through with somebody that we've been talking about. But right. uh, but so it prompted him to message me, and and then we start talking, and then that's what prompted the 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 relationship that got him to be on the podcast next week. So it's 100% relevant. I I think that people need to be social on social media. God forbid. 
Well, all right, yeah, I've I've got to kind of wrap this up. I've yeah, yeah, I'm show to get get up on Sunday, but uh, yeah, yeah, cool, uh, man. I appreciate you being on and uh, and and all the advice that that you've given out. It, it's definitely advice that costs a lot of money for for other people. So I definitely appreciate you being on and. Um, and if you guys, if you are somebody that, that needs this type of help from, uh, from anything from producing TV shows to, to, uh, getting more likes on your social media and, uh, reach out to, to Michael. He, he definitely does a good job. He's shown it to me yeah, in action. Yeah. Talking about, uh, michaelnassmedia.com and I'm the Michael Nass on uh, Instagram and Twitter and follow me. I'll follow you back. And it's not just about getting likes, but. Uh, the thing I, I really love about what we do is is changing lives, you know. If, yeah, for sure. It's helping my clients facilitate, you know, their goals to where they want to be. Uh, and especially if they offer uh, something that, that, that changes lives for other people. You know, that's, that's the best way to be an entrepreneur is you're monetizing, you know, helping people reach goals and solve problems and, and, and in the end change lives so yeah for sure well i appreciate well, I you appreciate being it, on man and uh and definitely appreciate you uh staying connected i i definitely had a good time down at the 10x growth con and and the relationships that i made down there through you introducing me to people have uh have definitely been a springboard into getting the podcast going and, and all this different stuff so i i appreciate it and 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 have much love yeah. for you all right brother look forward to future endeavors too yeah man talk to you soon thanks okay. for being on all right all right, take care, Mike.